And you know, particularly because it's been an interesting year. And we are still standing. Hallelujah. With everything that has happened, we are still standing. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, I'm still standing. Tell him or her, thank God you are still standing. Praise God. Can we celebrate Jesus one more time as we have our seat in his presence? Hallelujah. All right, praise God. Okay, so um, it's Christmas season. Um, how many of us enjoy that feeling of Christmas? Let me see your hand. Don't worry about what happened this year. Praise God. Because I know that some people smile now like, let's leave this thing with all this COVID and all that. Put COVID aside. Hmm? Naturally or ordinarily, how many of us just enjoy the Christmas season, the feeling of Christmas and all that? Can I see your hand? Yeah, praise God. You know, um, and interestingly as well, when, when, one thing I've noticed is that when, this, when Christmas comes every year, for some people, it just puts some form of pressure on them. Remember when we were growing up for, I know some people can relate. When Christmas is coming like this, um, our parents will buy, they will buy, buy us Christmas clothes. How many of us wore Christmas clothes? Yeah. Christmas shoes. And, you know, some things that some of us didn't understand then was that our parents were under pressure. <laughs> we didn't understand. But now we are, some of us are parents. And now we feel what our parents felt then. Christmas will be approaching. And apart from the fact that they are able to buy us Christmas clothes and shoes, some of us will still look out for something. You know, because it, it, for a lot of us, we grew up in um, a community, kind of, and every family will buy chicken, and then they will tie their chicken. How many of you, you tie the chicken? So if your neighbor's dad, your friend, their dad has bought chicken and tied it, and your own dad hasn't bought your own chicken, you'll feel somehow about it, Abby. Every morning, you wake up, they wake up, your neighbors will wake up, and go and get corn, corn, gari, rice, <laughs> and be feeding the chicken, Abby. And then you don't have anything to feed. All you do is, Daddy, are we not buying chicken this year? <laughs> you know, you just are wondering, 18th, 19th, 20th. Christmas is five days away. There's no chicken. And you're wondering what's going on. Sometimes we don't know that we had put our parents under a lot of pressure. Um, some of us, um, like me, I have four siblings, so there are five of us. So, um, and for a lot of us, it, it was more of a middle class, you know, family. So, think about what it is like to buy Christmas clothes for five children. And then, this, these are parents who earn um, averagely. Now, they will have to buy all those things. And they will still want them to buy the chicken. And so they come under pressure. And you know that's exactly what is still happening till today. Some of us are looking at, you know, with all that has happened, 
Um, we see that some people are able to afford some things. Some people are able to buy some things for themselves. And if you are not careful, it is very subtle. Pressure can be very subtle. You know what the word subtle means? Something very easily undetected that creeps in. Pressure can be very subtle. Now, especially uh, for, for those of us who are from the East and for those of you who are going to travel. You know that when people travel home, somebody was just telling me this morning now that, ah, this is the first Christmas that she's spending in Lagos. My, my neighbors yesterday were saying it that, ah, ever since, they can't remember the last time they spent Christmas here in Lagos. And I know some people will be wondering, what's so special about traveling to the village? How many of you have ever wondered why some people do that? Every December, I must travel home. Why? What's happening? What's in that village? Some people are wondering. Go and ask them. They'll be able to tell you. <laughs> they'll be able to tell you. Now, a lot of people just enjoy it because, because it's what? It's Christmas season. For some, it's an opportunity to meet with people that they've not met all through the year. It's an opportunity for people to meet, you know, um, maybe they don't reside in the country and they don't get to talk often, so they all come together. So, but whatever the reason reason is or reasons are, don't allow yourself be put under pressure. Praise God. This is Christmas season. What is Christmas? The, the what? The celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Now, is it your birthday? It's not your birthday, so why are you under pressure? Some people just put themselves under undue pressure. And you know, for, I was saying earlier, people are traveling to the east. Some people will travel down to the east. People will bring cars. Some of those cars are not their own. You don't know. No, I'm telling you. Some will hire a car just to go and do what? Show off. Now, somebody's showing off and you are under pressure. When it is not your birthday. Can you imagine your friend having a birthday and, you know, he or she is getting ready, you know, buy stuff and all of those things. And then you are under pressure because you don't have maybe clothes to wear to that birthday. And you are worrying whether, ah, whether there will be food there. That's exactly what's happening with, you know, a lot of people. It's Christmas season. So relax. It's not your birthday. Relax. Let me tell your neighbor, it's Christmas. So Relax. Don't be under any pressure. <laughs> Praise God. God wants to address some of us this morning. God wants to address some of us this morning. Don't allow yourself to be put under undue pressure. Now, um, I, I, I took down a couple of things. Now, um, like I was saying earlier, some of the people who are going, you are going to, for those of you who are traveling... For those who are not traveling and you're around, if you see people, you know, spending and doing all of those things, number one, number one, you, do, you can't even tell the source of their wealth. Some people you don't know. Yeah, some people work. work the work they do, the business they do, might just be, uh, what's, this, what's this thing called? They might just be fronting. They might just be, but there might be something else that you don't know. And you're trying to put yourself under that kind of pressure. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. 
it doesn't make any sense. So one, you can't tell where, you know, where, where the, the funds are coming from. So number one, don't put yourself under pressure. Or don't put yourself under undue pressure. Number two, be thankful for what you have. Be thankful. I, I, I can bet you, some of us here today, where you are, some people would love to be where you are. Some people would love to be where you are. Have you ever heard somebody complaining about something and then, or you complaining about something, and then you, had, you hear somebody else complain and you say, ah, thank God, though, my own situation is not as bad. How many of us have heard things like that? So wherever you are, whatever God has made available for you, be what? Be thankful and make the most of it. Be thankful. Be grateful to God. God loves people who, who are grateful for whatever it is he has made available for them. Be thankful. Be thankful. This Christmas season, whatever it is you can get, whatever it is you can afford, please get it and do what? Enjoy it. Remember, it is Jesus' birthday, not yours. If we can, if we can understand this, it will take a lot of the pressure away from us. Now, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't go the extra mile if you can to make yourself happy, to make your children happy. As a matter of fact, for children, that is the joy. I remember growing up, when my dad buys us Christmas clothes, ah, we can't wait for 25th to come. How many of us understand what I'm talking about? Ah, it, it's, if, if it's, for instance, today is 20th, and that came back yesterday, 19th, bought the Christmas clothes, we looked at it, we tested it, it was fantastic. You know what, we, sometimes we wish we could just run out of the house and quickly go and show our friends, this is my Christmas clothes, and then run back inside. Now, we will now wait for Christmas. 24th night, where we barely sleep. I have witnesses in the house, right? We barely sleep. Why? Because there is a Christmas clothes to wear the following day. That's how excited, you know, we were. Today, some of us are parents. And when we recall some of those things that our parents were able to do for us, and now it seems like we can't do it for our own children, we start feeling that pressure. Now, when I started, I said, it's been, it's been an interesting year. And I'm trying not to jump ahead of myself. It's been an interesting year. Now, there, there might be some things that you may not be able to do at this time, and that's why we need to trust God. If we can be so excited, if our parents, and you know the joy in parents. Those, I, I always, I, in fact, I observed it in my dad and in my mom. Whenever they see us put on those clothes, you know the way they just sit down and just look at them and just smile. That's fulfillment for them. So you can imagine how God feels if, if, if you smile, if you are happy, if you are excited, if you are not downcast. And the Bible says that, you know, um, we being evil, if we being evil, know how to give good gifts to our children. You say, how much more our heavenly Father? See, God, God has got your back. This is in, don't worry. Even if it looks like things haven't worked for you, God has got your back. 
and everything is going to work. If you want to celebrate this season, guess what? What's going to happen? You will celebrate if you want to celebrate because God has got your back. Now, another point I noted is, you see all this Christmas and everything. Permit me to say, pata pata, two weeks is what? It's all over. Interestingly, Abi, two weeks. So when, when two weeks passes, what happens? We go back. So why do you want to kill yourself for just two weeks? Why? You know, I know that I'm saying, I'm just stating some obvious, um, obvious things. But you know, sometimes it's important that one says it so that people can what? It can just come back and just register. People are like, oh, it is actually true. This is actually true. Let me not kill myself. It's not worth it. Two weeks, all of this will pass. Two weeks, all of this will pass. So please, tell your neighbor again, it's Christmas season. So relax. Praise God. And for, for, for those of us who are all um, concerned, and, um, and please, don't, uh, don't get it twisted, okay? It's fine to, yes, it's, it's Christmas season, so we should all enjoy and relax and, you know, um, have a good time. I'm not against, you know, you have fun. Enjoy yourself. A lot of us have walked all through the year, even during lockdown. In fact, some of us walked more during lockdown. Do I have witnesses? Some people were looking forward to resuming physical. Why? There was no resumption time and no closing time. You walked till like 12 midnight. From 5 or 6 a.m., you started walking again. People didn't have respect for your time. Your boss didn't have respect for your time. They will send you email. They will call you at odd hours. Something that normally they would not. So if, if I resume physically by 8 a.m. and I close by 5 p.m., you know, if, if they're going to reach out to me for something, they will first think about it. And that must be very important. But during the lockdown, a lot of us walked as we walked like we never walked before. So a lot of people have walked. So this is a time for you to what? To relax. Get some fun. Catch some fun. Praise God. Relax. And again, it's the what? The end of the year. Another cycle is going to start again in about another two weeks. So get the fun. Enjoy yourself. Now, there are people who probably haven't um, been able to do much and say, oh, I don't need to relax, I beg. The lockdown was more than enough relaxation. And now you want to go out. Now, let me tell you something. If you feel that, okay, well, you, you had too much rest, you didn't make income, you didn't do all of those things, and you feel you've gotten to a point where you feel, man, we need to work, we need to make this money. The money that you did not make all through the period till now. Doesn't that tell you something? Something, something is missing. Because I know there are people who made money. I know people, I know people who, who prospered during this lockdown. Did you hear stories of people like that? Now, the question is, I'm not saying this to make people feel bad or something. I'm, I'm just trying to drive home a point. If you did not make income, if you did not um, maybe do very well exceptionally or, or maybe you lost money or something, personally, I do not believe that it's God's will. Hmm? I do not... For me, I don't believe that if, if bad things or negative things happen to Christians, that is from God. Personally, I don't believe it. You can argue in your mind. I do not believe it. 
I believe that before anything happens, God sees everything ahead. And what will he do? He will inform his own that a lot of us probably not listening when God was speaking to us. Now, if somebody had told you, go and buy enough hand sanitizers before the lockdown, do you know it wouldn't make sense? You know it wouldn't make sense. Because you'll be thinking, hand sanitizers. But there were people who, who became wealthy just from selling hand sanitizers. So all those things that you have not done, is it now that all the money you didn't make, is it now you want to make the money? I don't know if, are we following? Are we getting what I'm saying? So, relax. Learn to trust God. I just commit everything to him. Let God just take absolute control. Let him take charge. Now, the, Jesus came for a reason. Jesus came for a reason. Let's see Matthew 21. Matthew 21, 22. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Matthew 21, 22. The side screens are not working. Matthew 21, 22. Okay. We save time. Sorry, that's not right. Sorry. I'm looking for where um, Mary... Okay, sorry, Matthew one twenty one. sorry. It's Matthew one twenty one, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now, what's the next line? For he shall save his people from their sins. This was why Jesus came. I, I'm, um, I've heard people say, what's the reason for the season? Let me ask you as a question. What, what's the reason for the season? Jesus is the reason for the season. Pastor Jethro, um, during the Karu, also said, you are what? The reason for the season. We are the reason for the season. And that's the truth. Now, for me, I, I put the two of them together, and I said, Jesus and Christians are the reason for the season. The reason I say this is because if we are not in the picture, Jesus wouldn't have come. Right? Jesus wouldn't have come. There wouldn't have been no, uh, any need for Jesus to come. Now, if Jesus didn't come and, you know, man had fallen, there still would not be Christmas. So it's both ways. So Jesus came that what? He will save us from our sins. Now, when you talk about, if you notice, he said what? Sins. It says sins. Which means, you know, the, 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 the main sin was, was the disobedience of Adam and Eve. The falling of Adam. From where God came. So when Jesus came, what Jesus came to do was to restore us. Let's go back a bit to the creation story. When God created the, the heavens and the earth, what was the last thing he created? What was the last thing he created? Man. Now, that, does that tell you anything? Every single thing that you and I will ever need has been provided ahead. Every single thing. God is a master planner. He's a master planner. Now, as human beings, now you think about this. I believe that if as humans we decide to create the world, we'll probably forget some things. It is after we would have created the being that we'll realize, oh, this guy needs a bed to sleep. <laughs> so let's make a bed. Take a look at your life, for instance. 
Now, some of the things that maybe if, if you plan a project or plan um, a program or an event or something in the past, you realize that along the line, you find that you have forgotten some things, right? You have forgotten some things. But God is not like that. God is very detailed. The Bible says that he knows the number of what? Hair. Can you, do, you know how, do you know this hair? For those who have hair, please touch your hair. I <laughs> say for those who have. <laughs> Praise God. God can count the number. Doesn't that amaze you? God says, for the stars, he knows the names of every single one. That's how detailed God is. So God had provided every single thing that you and I would need, even before we were created. Every single thing. Do you know that Eden was specifically created for man's um, abode? Eden was different. There was no other Eden. It was just one. And God specially created it for Adam and Eve to reside in. Every time I look at that scripture, it just reminds me. And, it, it, you know, it, it calms me down. Especially when pressure starts to set in. It calms me down. Knowing that God has provided these things before he created me. So whatever it is I am looking for, whatever it is I am trusting for, it's already what? It's done. It's settled. It's settled. The earlier we realize this, the better for us. It will take off unnecessary pressure from us. Yes, there will be people around you showing off this season. There will be people around you trying to... You know, some people are just like... I don't know. Some people just enjoy to oppress other people. You know, there's this oppression that is, uh, that is subtle, that is quiet. You know, this, there's this oppression... For instance, somebody, <laughs> I just remember something. Somebody wants to, you ask somebody for directions. The person just bought a brand new shoe. And the person is trying to describe, say, how do I, how do I get to really, what, <laughs> praise God. You know what the people would do, the person would do? When you get to, <laughs> what happened to your hand? <laughs> Why? I just want you to see that what? You bought a brand new shoe. So when, you get to, when you get to mile two, you take, what are you doing with your hands? Can't you describe with your mouth? So there are some of those kind of pressures, some of those subtle pressures that people, or person just bought a car. And maybe you've not really noticed the person bought a car. And you say you want to get to, you want to get to Fagbems. We are in Fagbems. Want to get, ah, let me drop you off, let me drop you off. Fagwems. Fagwems here. You know that there are people who do that. So some people do this intentionally just to what? To oppress other people. Let me tell your neighbor, this season, this season, don't allow anyone to oppress you. Let me ask you, did you hear me? Some people didn't hear it. Because some people will start feeling uncomfortable. Ah, this year I said I was going to buy a car. Ah, but I did not buy it. I wanted to enjoy this Christmas. I wanted to paint the town red. The town is not running away. Uh, if you don't paint it red this December, you can still paint it red in January. It doesn't matter when. Praise God. It doesn't matter when. Whatever it is you're trusting for, whatever it is you're believing God for, 
even though, you know, like, um, Christmas is like a, a um, apart from the fact that it's the birth of Jesus, marks the end, you know, of the year, and some people are already feeling disappointed. There's really nothing you can do about some of the things. Yes, there's, there's nothing possible with God. But to be honest with you, we all know this one. I'm still going to say it anyway. The year is coming to an end. Today is 20th. We have 11 more days to go, right? There's nothing impossible with God. So there are certain things that you can trust God for that will come to pass. If only you believe. If only you believe. If only you believe. But there are some. For instance, you want to get married this year. The guy or the babe never show. Would that happen this year? Would that happen this year? Would the marriage happen this year? When it happened this year? It can't happen. Let's be honest. Ah. Some people are trying to believe. <laughs> You've not met the guy and you are in DCC. You have to do six months counseling. Will it happen? It can't. Ah, let's be honest. There are some things that we believe God for that will happen. There are some things that will happen. There are some things. For instance, uh, okay, you want to have a child. You are not pregnant now. Will that not happen? You are not pregnant yet, but you want to have a child in 2020. How will that happen? It won't happen. Uh, miracle. What kind of miracle? Even Jesus was carried for how many months? If Jesus was carried for nine months, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? So my point is, relax. All right? Enjoy the season. God has given us this season. He sent Jesus to save us, not just from our sins, from every effect of sin, from depression. Don't allow yourself to get into depression this period because of what you see other people have, um, you see other people enjoy. Don't allow yourself to get to that point. Whatever it is that God has given to you, be thankful for it. Be thankful for it. Enjoy yourself. Um, growing up, I remember there were, there were times that in my, in my family, we didn't have food to eat. Like I mentioned, we are, there are five of us, um, four boys, one girl. And there were days we didn't have food in the house. And you will not believe, because of the training we're given, you will not believe some of those days. Hmm? For, see, you don't, sometimes when you look at people, you don't know what they've been through. There's always a history for every story. There's always a history. So some people look at some people today and say, ah, man, this guy, this guy is just a show of everything we can get. You don't see what he didn't go through. So if you have not seen what the person went through, do not, don't judge people. So growing up, there were, there were days that we didn't eat. And you, I, I can bet you, you would think that we won a lottery. I can tell you, you would think we won a lottery. There will be no food in the house, but we'll be cracking jokes and laughing. All those, all, all, they are all history now. They are, food is nothing. What's food? One of the things that helped me is knowing that God, every single thing that we ever need has been provided. And that is why, you know, this season, relax. All right? Relax. Let me tell your neighbor again, it's Christmas season. So relax and enjoy it. Hallelujah. So Jesus, uh, Jesus came to save us from all effects of sin, um, which, which reminds me, if you're here and you're not born again, you don't have Jesus, 
You don't even understand what it is we are celebrating. This is it will not make. And I see people who say they are celebrating Christmas. <laughs> they go to they go to club and do all of those things all in the name of. You see people do a lot of crazy stuff because it's Christmas. Is it the same Jesus? <laughs> is it the same Jesus that we are celebrating? That these people are celebrating? And they will tell you yes. And they know nothing about Jesus. So if you have not accepted Jesus, by the end of this message, when we make all that call, please raise your hand because that's the best thing that will ever happen to you. This world will pass. Everything in it will pass. And what will matter hmm, is the life after here. Is the life after here. Is the life after here. On Friday, there was a wedding here in church. And... I was part of the officiating ministers. After that wedding, went for the reception. After the reception, <laughs> we had a wake keep in the evening, same day, for a different family. My point is, things will always happen. As you are here now, this season, as you are celebrating, there are probably some people who are not. There are different phases in people's lives. Wherever it is you are right now, it's just a phase. Praise God. So even if things haven't worked well for you this year, remember why Jesus came. He came to do what? To save you. So don't allow whatever it is that you're going through. Like they say, no condition is what? Permanent. And you will finish this year stronger. In the name of Jesus. For everyone who has lost money, for everyone who has lost businesses, God will cause you to recover all. In the mighty name of Jesus. People who thought that you will not make it, they will be ashamed. And they will come to celebrate with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And for everyone here trusting and believing God for, for a change of level, a change of status. And like I said, you know, earlier I said, there are some things that, are, you know, that God can do. There are, there's no impossibility with our God. God can transform your life overnight. It took him six days to create the world. We have 11 more days to go. Just trust him. Trust him. If we as parents will be so concerned to make sure that we get things for our children, to make sure that they are happy this season, to make sure that they are glad, how much more our Heavenly Father. He cares about you. He has your best interest at heart. So don't worry. Make sure that you enjoy this season. Alright? It's the birth of the Savior, the celebration of the birth of the Savior of the world. He came to save this world. If, imagine if Jesus didn't come. Do you know what that means? We are all damned. But He has saved us. And our hope doesn't end here. There's a life after now. After all of this, everything will pass. And that is why as Christians, as we celebrate this season, whatever it is we do, we make sure that we celebrate truly and we understand, have an understanding of what it is that we are celebrating. If you're feeling depressed, God is telling you this morning, there's no point. Don't be depressed. He's got your back. Things will change for you. Things will get better for you. 
before this year comes to an end, if there's something you're trusting God for and something that can happen before this year comes to an end, my prayer for you is that 31st night you will stand here to testify. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we just bow our heads this morning? Can we bow our heads this morning? If you're here and you do not know Jesus, you're here, I just want us to pray as, as we are, our heads are still bowed. I want, us, I want you to pray. Um, if you're trusting God for something, um, maybe it's been, it's been tough, it's been difficult, and this season you don't even know how things are going to be for you. I want you to just talk to God. Talk to your father. He's your father. He's your father. Talk to him. Speak to him. Speak to him. He's your father. Everything that you ever need is provided. So just talk to him. Say, Father, I need, I need this thing. If you're a parent in the house and you don't even know how your children are going to feed or how, how they are going to celebrate this season and maybe their friends, you know, have been showing off and talking about their stuff. And as a parent, you feel it. Talk to God. You are their own parent. God is your parent. So speak to God. Talk to God and ask that God will help you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. And we thank you because we'll, we'll continue to understand and live trusting you, knowing that everything that we'll ever need is provided. We'll give you all the glory. We'll give you all the praise. Thank you because everyone here will have a testimony before this year runs out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Has somebody been blessed this morning? Can we We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.